Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body E ngā kāwai nui, e ngā kāwai roa, o ngā wai whakatere tanifa, o ngā maunga whakahi, te nei te reo aroha e rere atu ana. Kia koutou katoa o tira, e mihi nei e tangi nei ki o tātou huhua mate, e haere tōpū nei ki te wahangutanga o te pō. Nō rena kahuri nā mihi, kia koutou kaya kukahika, kua ngaro. I am a tau te tirohanga kanohi. E tangi atu nei. Nō reira koutou e kingi, ko hiro, muru māra, o tira kahuri ki hikurangi ki te kuiara, ko angaro nei, nga tiporau e tangi nei ki tō tātou mate, ki te hoa mahi. I roto i ngā tau, te wānonga o te roa e hiria, o tira e whae e hariata, Me tērā e takoto nei i Waingenui a mātou, te uri o ngai tai. O tira nā mate katoa ka mihi kia koutou, tēnā koutou e tangi nei kia koutou. Hoi anō anei mātou, a koutou mokopuna, a koutou tamariki, o koutou karangamaha e mihi nei kia koutou. Tēnā koutou, hoi anō anei tātou e ngaiwi te pito ora e tangi nei o tātou mate e ngari e pikau anā. I a rātou o hāki i roto i tēnei au hurihuri he oranga mō tātou a hāre ake nei. Nō reira, tēnā koutou, I thought it was pertinent to start with a mihi because this week we've had quite a few losses within Māritim and I named the likes of Murumāra, Professor John Moorfield who committed his life to te reo Māori and Kingi Taurua Nō roto mai o Ngāpuhi, Ngāti Whātua, one of our stalwarts mō ngā reo me ngā tikanga me te tiriti o Waitangi, who passed away, and many other mate this week, our hoa mahi hiria, McRae, i mate. And that's the first time I think we've had a mihiki nā mate, but we're doing our second instalment of Tangihanga, Wahanga Tuaru, a nei mātou e mihi nei, Ke konei anō mātou, mātou, ko te puaheiri, ko snow, anā, ko hoki mai takutuahine, awhimai ka mihi ki a koe, tēnā koe. Tēnā koe, tēnā koe. So I thought it was only proper that I start off with a mihi i rongo au i tērā wairua. Ai, ai. Ia tātou e noho ana. Nō reira, e mihi, e mihi ana ki a tātou. But before we get back into our wānanga round tangihanga. Kiwaha. Our kiwaha, mo tēnei wiki, is an expression of compassion. An expression of love. Sincerity. Yeah, sincere. And heki waha tonu is kāroha hoki. Kāroha hoki. Koe nga tātā tau ki waha i tēnei wiki, kāroha hoki, kā aroha hoki. Kā aroha hoki. But how you run it all on together, it's kāroha hoki. Kāroha. Kā aroha hoki. And just while we're on that topic of aroha, and I know we've talked about aroha mai, I see on, particularly on Facebook, when 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 somebody does lose somebody and they're posting about a loved one that they've lost, and people say, "Oh, aroha mai," in the reply, they should be saying, "Oh, 
e aroha atu ana, Aye. or they could say ka aroha hoki. Ka aroha hoki, Aye. or e aroha ana. E aroha ana, kei But aroha mai, you're saying, well, feel sorry for me. Well, no, no, koe nā tātata ki anga i tēnei wiki, tātata ki waha. That's vague booking. Yes. Well, no. Yeah, you do that a lot, you know. <laughs> I did one today. <laughs> you did too. <laughs> anyway, um, e tewi anei tātou e kōrero nei, anei, mō tēnei tikanga a te Māori te tangihanga. We wrote down some things after our last discussion. We're going to start with this kupu tūpāpaku. Tūpāpaku. It's normal for us to refer to the deceased as firstly by their name. Mm. And they're really that they're still around, eh? Yeah. We don't really say, oh, such and such body. You'll hear their name yeah. or he, she, and then they kupu tūpāpaku. Ne, tūpāpaku. Mm. Tātou tūpāpaku. To my understanding, that's a glimpse into how we treated our tūpāpaku in the day. Mm. It was the way one was positioned mm. in a manner in which they would be prepared for exhumation afterwards. So they were folded up and put into, sometimes into a shallow grave. Papaku meaning shallow. Mm. Two meaning, not so much standing, but in a positioned way, eh? Yeah. Two papaku. They were put in a, a fetal position mm. and stored that way. That's how their bones were, or sometimes that's how the body was put until the flesh was rotted away. Mm. So the bones could be retrieved. So that's two papaku to what I know. Yeah. During the tangihanga process, they'd be sort of like in a sitting Aye. position and they'd draw their knees up and they'd put a, you know, a, a kākahu on them or a cloak. But that, you know, and that even gather their... I'm trying to mime here, people. Yeah, he's, trying to, he's trying to act it out. <laughs> yeah, so they'd gather the knees up, pull the knees up and then put the arms around and they'd even bind them. Aye. That's where the expression comes from, to pāpaku. Mm. The word atamira Aye, was a raised... Not a stage, but, you know, they'd be raised up a bit and they'd be put on there, so they'd be off the ground. So I know some people are a bit iffy in using atamira. Aye, for kapahaka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Etai kaumatua. And I, I, I don't really use atamira myself. Yeah, I stopped using it. Next yeah, time, I, I've yeah. got another kupu. I, I use papahuarewa. Aye. Um, but, I'm, you know, if other people want to use it, but, yeah, I don't use atamira because we have a way at tangi, a lament, where atamira is used in there. So when I hear atamira, that's what I think of. And that's still used too in oratory, if I call it all, uh, the atamira. So if you hear the word tūpāpaku, they're referring to the deceased. What's interesting is how we refer to it, we say her tūpāpaku. Yeah. So her tūpāpaku mm. will arrive mm. back at the marae. And even iro te tēro tōna tūpāpaku. In my research of karakia, Tūpāpaku was also a word used for the living if you were sick. Aye. So that says to me, when you were sick, you weren't necessarily lying down. You would be put in a recovery position. Yeah. You know, so maybe maybe lying down when you're sick isn't the best thing to do. Mm. Yeah, I heard that once and we got a fright. My nanny's nanny used it once. Yeah. E tūpāpaku ana. Mm. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah. invalid. Yeah, yeah. invalid. Yeah. 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 yeah, we um, use the word tūroro now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Koina tātātou kupu tūpāpaku, and we thought we'd go over that because what we're going to talk about now is tono tūpāpaku. When somebody passes away and they belong to two or three or four more whānau or hapu or iwi, and one hapu or iwi wants them to come back to their marae, 
this process starts. Aye. This is a big tikanga iroto ite tangihanga. It's part of tangihanga. Aye. And sometimes you know you're not gonna get the two papaku, but you do it as a gesture. Yeah, mm. yes, certainly. Yeah, yeah, out of respect for the two papaku eh, for their iwi, yeah, for that side. Mm. So if I just add on to that, ite iwi, if I karongo mayana, what Prane was referring to is if there's tono to papaku, so you're requesting for that to papaku to be returned to one of them at I, the one that's not intended for them to go back to or to an urupa that they're not intending to go back to, it is a form of respect and it shows the chiefliness or how much of a rangatira that person is because mm. they're requesting for their taonga to lie in a particular area of the country. So what I get quite frustrated about is how the media in recent times, and we've seen a lot of it, how they put negative connotations on tono tu papaku. So for example, you have stolen body, thieves steal Tupapaku, and you have all of these mm. terminologies that cast a really dark, negative, bad shadow mm. around a tradition that actually is full of a mana. I know through my studies, they've gone to court. Mm. The courts have tried to find a rongo, find a solution for what people have deemed to be stealing other people's bodies. So you have uh, a non-Māori wife who wants her husband to go back to where um, they were living. He's not from there, but that's where he lived previously to, to him passing. And then you've got Fano, who tono tu papaku as well. And a situation like that can raise a lot of complexities. Mm. And a lot of the misunderstanding too is, you know, hey, we kuare tatawi naine. You know, so when people are really, really kuare and have no understanding of the Māori whatsoever, let alone tangihanga, yeah. it's very hard for them to grasp the concept of tonotu papaku mm. or their loved one going back to where they're from. Yeah, And when you're looking eh, sometimes through the shrouded eyes of grief and you aren't cultured in your, in your Māori tanga, mm. it can look very different. You yeah. suddenly have a selfish outlook on some things if yes. you're that close to the two papaku. Yeah. But to understand that, it's one of the most yeah. flattering gestures of, uh, an iwi or another whanau mm. can do. There's so many other reasons for it too. Eh? You know, um, I'm of the thought most times that if you spend your life somewhere else, then bring your body back home so your children mm. have to come back home. Those are the, um, want of a bit of the bonuses, I guess, or the pros of tangihanga. Aye. It's like a reunion. A tangihanga is a, is a reunion. Mm. Just a little story, uh, and it involves um, the penguin eaters. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's a little, oh, you're, you're, you know, because we talked about kororareka last week. Anyway, uh, whānau from Ngāpuhi came and asked for somebody who passed away in their tangihanga was at Tūranga Waiwai. Mm. And uh, the wairu of the kōrero of the kaumātou from Ngāpuhi was, humai kia mātou mo tētai wā, puto noiho. This is what he said. Give, give us the two pāpaku just for... Briefly. Briefly. And um, whānau was, no, no, but the, the kaumātou on the Waikato side understood what he meant. And he said, come wait. So the poor bearers from the Napui, this whānau from Napui, came across the Farenui, and the whānau was like, what are you doing? And, he goes, and the, the crow assured them, you just got to trust me. Aye. And they came across, and they picked the coffin up for about five seconds, and then they put it back Aye. Mm. And it was a showing of love on both. My translation is Napui were saying, okay, now we agree for them to stay here, 
And then the Waikato were saying, well, you know, we've got compassion for you. You can have, yeah, you know. So there's, I, there's some cool little stories oh, like I that. I think that's beautiful because it is, it is almost quite the honour to be a pallbearer and such as well. And yeah. to be able to, you're taking the weight of that person's two papaku mm. and then being given the honour of laying them down. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I think that's beautiful and very tamed for yeah. the people north of the wall. Yes. <laughs> well, what I think is neat though is that, I mean, the whole thing's neat. I think it's yeah. a really cool the, story. The understanding between the, the kaumatua. The understanding Aye. between the kaumatua. Aye. Yeah. The understanding between the kaumatua. Mm. With such an ambiguous sentence. Yes. Ho mai kia mātou mō te wāpoto. Yeah, yeah. Wāpoto noi ho. Yeah. Ho mai kia mātou mō te wāpoto noi ho. Yeah. Well, um, first-hand experience, uh, my mother passed when I was 18. We were raised in Ngāti Tūwharetoa in Tūrangi. So I spent almost 20 years there. My parents spent a good 30, probably 40 years in Ngāti Tūwharetoa. And when she passed, so we had her the first night at home, and Karamai Tetahi o ngā um, kaumatu o tiwi. So we had um, one of, of the elders um, from Ngāti Tūwharetoa that was sent by the chief to come and inform us that ki te hiehia mātou, ki te takoto tō mātou mama, inviting her mm. to stay in Ngāti Tūwharetoa. And that was napa o to me. Mm. Before my mum passed, we already knew that she wanted to stay in Ngāti Tūwharetoa, even though we, we're from Waikato, Ngaita, Manuhiri, Ngāti Pukinga. And we just wanted to do, you know, I, I mentioned my age at that stage because we just wanted to do, mm. just adhere to my mother's wishes. So my nana was there and everybody except for my sisters and I wanted to bring mum to Ngāti Mahanga, back mm. here to Te Papaorotu. And I guess at that time, you know, being young, didn't really understand all of the implications of that. Mm. Anyway, we buried mum at um, Hirangi. And for quite a few reasons, from the time she she was buried, uh, all of my uncles and aunties and nunas still wanted to take her back. So they still continued the conversation, but it wasn't it wasn't an anger, and it wasn't um, they weren't threatening or anything. It was done in love actually, and it took us about um, fifteen years um, mm. to agree to that. So we exhumed my mother about fifteen years ago from Turangi, from Hirangi, uh, and now she um, lies at Pehi Haukura. You exhumed her 15 years yeah, ago? Yeah, 15 years ago. Oh, oh, wow. Now both her and my father um, lie in Pehi Haukura, which is um, at Te Papaorotu Marae and Whatawhata. So that was a awesome experience for us. There were lots of unknowns beforehand, but we ensured that we were prepared, our wairua, our tinana, our hiningaro, mm. and different members of the whānau took responsibility for different things. Immediately after we'd done that, my cousins want to exhume their mother from Ngotaha. One piece of advice that all of the sisters gave our cousins was, you all need to be in agreement. Mm. You can't fiddle around with this if you don't have full agreement of all of the children, yep. and you've mm. got to do it. And my auntie still hasn't been moved. But, you know, when we um, put mum down in um, Pihi Haukura, you know, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful feeling. Mm. Lots of people ask lots of questions as to how that went, but it was beautiful. It was awesome. It was a beautiful feeling. 
we took her home because she didn't tell us how long she wanted to stay at Hiranga, you see. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that my sisters and I took it was like, wow, our mum's been gone for 15 years and people are still talking about her. Yep. You know, still talking about wanting to move her. And she's not the only um, sibling in her family to be buried elsewhere, you see. Mm. So we took that in a real positive way, mm. and that's what we embraced. So it wasn't it wasn't scary, it wasn't heebie-jeebie or anything. It was beautiful. Yep. That was my first-hand experience of having someone come to Tono and really just invite mum to lie there, mm. and then for us to change tact yeah. 15 years later. I had to tono for my auntie to come back. She died in Blenheim. When she passed away, we already had a tangi at home. It was actually the burial day of one of my uncles that my auntie passed away. So um, everybody, Alkaumato, was spent, you know, tired. One of my other uncles had taught me, he goes, bring our people home. And that's what he used to do. I bought a ticket, jumped on the plane, flew down to Wellington, switched planes in Wellington. And it wasn't until I was on this little pencil plane from Wellington to Blenheim, I call them La Bamba planes. Oh, they call <laughs> While I was on this La Bamba plane, Billy Holiday plane. <laughs> it struck me, I thought, what am I doing? Mm. I haven't even got any komata with me. I'm young, I still think I'm young now, but I was like, I think I would have been... Pakeke e te, e I think I would have been 20, 27 or 28. Last year? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was young. No iwi support whatsoever. I was just myself that went down. But I had some whānau down there. Then I, I've started getting all intimidated, you know, on the way down. Yeah. But it's cut a long story short. We got to the house and I saw a photo of my kuroa, um, her father, because this is my mum's sister. And this particular photo I've always liked of my kuroa and, and um, he could be a bit cheeky, my kuroa, and at the same time really hard. You know, tomate crow. And this particular photo, his face was like looking at me, going, "Man, bloody man, go some bloody balls and get up and tell them." <laughs> so you know, they done the mihi first, and they said, "Iroto yarata mihi te nakoe tamahara mai kite tono ke hokito fire kite kainga." You know, so they acknowledged me to go down to request the tono for my auntie to go home. Well, when I got up, I worked myself up, and everybody in the house that was full, and some had been drinking. And I could hear them going, oh, you know, they think they're taking out. They're saying this is their auntie and she's not going home. I could hear them all talking. Da, da, da. Anyway, I stood up and I went, Tihei Like the biggest Tihei Mauriora I've ever done. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to try to be loud, but <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, and yeah, it just went silent. And then I turned and I said, but I said in a nice way, I didn't, yeah, I said, Karewi haramai ki te tono. So I haven't come to ask you for my auntie. Yeah, So I laid it down then. So and that all comes down to the delivery. Mm. And the other thing, if you're serious about uh, and you know, tono can turn into a tohe. So tohe to papaka means Aye. to um, debate to you know argue deliberate whatever you want to call it if you're if you want that to papaku you, sh- you should be there early you know you should be there as soon as possible actually not long after they've passed away right. 
and you stay and every day you're there and you're every minute every chance you get you're you're saying I want to take this I want to take the two papaku back and you find every which way of angle or argument to totoko so um I don't want us to get into too much of that because that's a whole you know but just touching on because these are some these are some parts of tangihanga that aren't talked about much no, mm. no. and um, you know Afimai actually talked about another tikanga which Aye. is hahu Aye. <laughs> you know which is exhuming uh, to pāpaku and there's lots of reasons why you would do that and traditionally we did hahu Te Puaheri talked about to pāpaku and how uh, in the old days it would be a year or sometimes longer that the kiko kiko the flesh on mm. the body has either dried up or fallen off mm. however you had the we had the, the two pāpaku and then you would have a reburial of those koiwi, those bones. And today, the unveiling or the hura kōhatsu has Aye. taken place of the hahu. So we found something else in place of that. Māori are very good at, at finding new tikanga and putting an old hat on yep. that new tikanga. Black clothes are the, is the other one, just Aye. quickly. You know, it's Victorian. How we modify that is we refer to the black clothes as the kākahu taratara, so the clothes of mourning, metaphorically. So, ko te hahu tērā o, o exhuming. Ko nā etahi kōrero mō, mō tērā. Mm. Gee, we just bought another kaupapa. Well, they just, yeah, there's so many. <laughs> and yeah. even uh, our modern day Unveiling. adaptation of our, yes. of our traditions. Yeah. We can even go into as to why we have kawakawa or pūriri or, or other mm. greenery around the atamira yeah. where, our, where, our, um, where our bodies lie. Yeah. It's nice talking about if you've gone to a tangihanga, it's traditional that we use greenery. And some iwi and waka, mainly the iwi of Tainui, the peoples of Tainui, and uh, Te Taitokero, we wear a parekawakawa or taua. taua. Yeah. Usually of, well, I've seen anything that's green as long as it hasn't got flowers on it or, or berries. Yeah, or if you don't get a rash from it. Yeah. Like the pohutukawa that you thought I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's a 101. <laughs> That's a 101 if you're going to a tangihanga. Actually, yeah. just follow the locals. Yeah. Again, there's a whole lot of tikanga around the parekawakawa, mm. which is the... It's a circle of leaves that the, the women wear on their heads, but in the taitokero, the men also wear them. Mm. Man, I've seen some big bushy ones, eh? Yeah, I've seen people cover themselves and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the tent or faremate or the maho where the two papaku is lying will be adorned with the with the greenery as a sign of mate. Ko te kōrero aukakau mātou ki au e ruana tohu o e rarau. How we dress our whare mate or maho is some of the leaves will be hanging down and some of the leaves will be going up. So usually the, the leaves on the front middle pole of the maho, mm-hmm. those leaves go up and then we'll hang some leaves around maybe the matapuhi, the window, and those leaves are hanging down. Now the ones hanging down, ko te tohu era mo te hunga mate. And then the leaves going up are a sign that um, life goes on. That life oh, will cool. regenerate and start yep. again. Yeah, so kuna te pare kawakawa. And I know um, Ngāti Kahungunu, I've seen some tangihanga down there that they've revived using pare kawakawa. 
And within ourselves, there's tikanga about who makes the parekawaka, yeah. who wears it and who doesn't wear it. Mm. Yeah. And what happens to them after they've been used? Where does that um, tradition come from? Because I have heard that it's symbolic of the crown of thorns that, that Christ, Christ had, wore yeah. and that's, the, the grief. See, that's, yeah. a, that's a, another adaptation. We're great at it. We're fantastic. We're, yeah, we're very good at it. Mm. Yeah, and that's what I was told too. Mm. Now that I've gotten older and I've done my rangahau, I know that that's what we've done. We, um, don't want to say appropriated it, but we found a way to... Be able to maintain it, eh? Yeah. I was told by one kaumatua from the Hokianga, it was, he said, when you wear a taua, you make sure it, it impairs your vision yeah. mm. to bring the sadness over you because you can't see properly. But he said it's to mimic the view of what your tupuna have from their caves. Oh, right. Yeah. For instance, in the Bay of Islands, they won't use kawakawa because he kai kia rātou. So they use another one called waiwai kuku, another type of leaf. And waiwai kuku are Always is the legs of the ruru, so e haere ana koe manga wai wai koko. You're going on the news of the yeah. of the ruru, the koko. Aye, koko. In mm. Hokianga, a lot of most of the north there's pūriri as well because pūriri was also a tree where two papaku was stored because there's an enzyme that helps a faster deterioration of the flesh. Of like the when you put bananas with other fruits and you know they Bad ripen God. real quick. Yeah, so <laughs> not too. Not to <laughs> make those an in the same, same and put them in the same bowl, but yeah, that's those. Those <laughs> are one of the reasons why we use pūriri again, and I know that kawakawa was also used used to to dress the bodies and and, and the embalming and stuff like that. And I think you mentioned the weta in one episode, eh? Yeah, the weta, the insect weta, and the weta was a wisp of grass used to clean the anus of a tupapaku. Kia ora. So keep in mind next time you refer to yeah. something as if a weta. you're holding a weta in your hand or a weta. Yeah. <laughs> this tradition tikanga process of looking after the tupapaku, of the embalming, you know, all of that. Uh, not too long ago, my kaumata remember at night time after... You know, because iroto yamato karete iwi e whakaeke i te pō. Aye. At night time was when they take the two papaku out and give the two papaku a wash. Aye, kia ora. And then take the two papaku back to the pa, to Aye. the whare mate ready for the next day. Tika. And every iwi had their practices yeah. with their two papaku, how they looked after the two papaku. Mm. And going back to body snatching, the negative connotations around it, looking after your two papaku, you need to stay with your two papaku because there is that risk that iwi is going to come and get the two papaku. Mm. And just recently, I know of uh, two papaku that that happened to. Uh, Fumai was talking about one, but this one was um, between two iwi. And they done it, everyone went to sleep in the whare. And yeah, they um, managed to get this two papaku out of the whare while everybody was asleep. They had no idea. And when they woke up, no two papaku and the two papaku was in tauranga. We're not trying to freak you fellas out about things, but these are just some of the things that still happen during yeah. um, tangihanga. Yeah, I'm also being selective of what story I tell about something like that because they were so commonplace in the times of my say, my grandparents and stuff like Ai, that. We, you know, you have a whānau that's dedicated to ngā mahi tu pāpaku, mm. if it's to take care or to go and collect them. Yeah. We know of one in the hokianga, just between marae or whānau, and they had blocked the road off knowing that this was uh, going to happen. Yes. And an uncle of ours and his passenger 
drove past and waved. Yeah. And little did they know the passenger was the two papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Which is good stories up there. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is because it is the ultimate compliment to take care of a tupapaku. Aye. And so as Prawne touched on was that place fell asleep is almost insulting to say that they're not looking out karerate chakiana the tupapaku. They're not taking care of their loved one. Yeah. Yeah. Just wrapping up that part again. Aye. <laughs> 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 I had a, I had a grand aunt pass away last year in Otsurua. Karoha. We kept her at the funeral home there one night and then brought her back home over these ways the next day. I stayed at my sister's and left some aunties there at the Whare Funara, funeral house. Write that down, yeah. kupu hotena. <laughs> anyway, as I was leaving, I, was, I left about one in the morning when we went back, and I said to my, uh, jokingly though, I said to my auntie, oh auntie, you better stay up, you know, lock the door, because, you know, Taroa might come and take, they might, you know, because we had some people come through the day and say she should stay. And I said, you know, auntie, you better stay up, don't go to sleep. Well, she didn't. We got back early the next morning and I was like, yeah, right. She goes, no, I haven't had a sleep. I was freaking out because I thought people were going to turn up in the middle of the night <laughs> no. and pinch. And I was oh, sorry, oh, auntie. Oh, okay. But then I thought, oh, no kute he. You know, karoha ki pera taku whaia. But, hoi no, ke huri ake pera tau ki etahi o nga korero nei, o nga pātai nei. Awhi mai. Aha. Nga whiri-whiringia tetehi. Um, I think a nice progression of that is the burial process. Mm. Mm. Where, where should we start? From what day? We've got one here, Waiatangi, three days long. Well, they're oh. not always three days long. Yeah. Sometimes they're longer, sometimes mm. they're shorter. So it all depends on the context. Yeah. Mm. And again, you know, we see the Christian influence again. It will be explained that the three days Zeros. Yeah, yeah. Is, in, yeah. is in line with the resurrection, the resurrection of right. Ihu Karaiti. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, that's right. So he, yeah, he ascended to his father, sat on the right side, and on the third day raised again. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the... Bible. The korero, the aranga. Kia ora, <laughs> That's how we got Easter eggs, whanau. Et te whanau. See, tangihanga aren't always three days. Mm. Sometimes they're short, sometimes mm. they're longer. It depends on who has passed away and depends on where their whānau are. If they live overseas, mm-hmm. gives the whānau time to come from overseas. If okay. they're arangatira, I mean, herangatira katoa tātou, but if they're prominent and they're known, the whānau may decide to have extend the tangihanga so every, more people get an opportunity to come to pay homage to that person that's passed away. Aye. Yeah, especially in the, the days of yore, eh, when places are like seven, maybe ten plus hours yeah. a drive now, but, you know, then before the horse or even, you know, during that time, it was a long time to go, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, my one of my um, koroa who's still alive today, he remembers as a boy a tangi down the pa being a month. Wow. Yeah, and he remembers te haunga o te tūpāpuku e ahakoa haere kui ki hea i rongo tonu. Aye. Mm. Yeah, it, and he remembers that it was a month long tangihanga. Wow. And I was thinking, well, maybe it was a couple of weeks, you know, and seemed like a month because mm. it was only a little boy. But King Tafio, when he passed away, yep. he died here at Parawera and it took them over a month to get him to Taupiri. Wow. And they stopped that particular kainga along the way between Parawera and Taupiri and Aye. they'd have a tangi there for a day or two and then move on. 
you know, it's a different time. Yeah. You know, people don't have transport. You know, I mean, we all text now on social mm. media. Yeah, Skype. Skype. And, you know, just to bring it to today's context with the tikanga around social media, it seems like when someone passes away, we all want to race. Well, not me, but people want to be the first to post up that such and yeah. such has passed away. And the whānau haven't even had time mm. to you know, deal or mm. come to terms with their loved one passing away. So just a little tikanga out there to iwi. Give it a little bit of time yeah. and maybe wait for the whānau pani, who are the, that's in uh, kupu, the immediate whānau, yeah. or kirimate. Wait for them to post up before mm. you start posting up. I think yeah. that's really important, eh? Like, who would want to post something up like that if you're not whānau pani anyway? Yeah. What would make you yeah. want to, to do that? Because... Well, yeah, this comes into the time where it is about self-promotion on social media. So, yeah, people do have to be really mindful about what circle are they in? Yeah. You mm. know, answer that. What circle are you in? Mm. You know, have you yeah. asked or do you know? Yeah. yeah. From the whānau From the whānau, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so That's a little side tikanga. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's a tikanga. It's, it's a courtesy. It's a courtesy. Yeah. Although, to be honest, the way that um, Māori kaupapa like this go, you know, I think that's one instance where Māori are faster than the internet, actually. Yeah. When, oh, when yeah, people man. have passed and, and to be able to communicate that out to a mass of people. Mm. Our Māori vine would give the internet a very good go for its money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember uh, was the year after Tariki Nui Tatarangi Kahu passed away, we didn't have us. We had social media. It was Bebo time. Mm. So she passed away 2006. I remember the year after, it was one of the big wigs from Telecom saying that that was the most texts they'd ever had was after she passed away and it was everybody sharing information yeah. wow. about her passing. Mm. Yeah, it was more than a New Year's Eve and there was people texting one another yeah. about her passing. Yeah, we no. I, I mm. remember you know, and my auntie, yeah. she have a list. So this game back when I was a little oh, boy. Okay. Yep. And she would prioritise who got the first calls. Aye. And yeah. she would go, okay, and she'd start her list and she'd sit there However long it took to ring through that whole list of people, you know, tikanga note, yep. when we went to a tangi, we'd go together as one, not in trips and drabs, mm. you know, and, and we'd communicate with one another. And somehow we'd all meet at the same time. Now, these days, we've got texts and whatever, and oh, tama, we get the two dates here, me, and, and yeah, whatever. Oh, but that, someone's at the waterfall buying a black skirt or, yeah. or things getting some shoes. <laughs> But that was really, really important that we went as a, a hapu. Yeah. Buses were cheap. I remember we got buses a lot back Aye. then, then more than we do now. So, but I remember going down that list, and it's the same as social media. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think that's an important thing. I'm just going to side. We've done heaps of sides, so it's yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> Is um, you know, Prani, you just raised going as a, a hapu. And I think, you know, we need to give some consideration for the haukainga or the people who are hosting the tangata whenua, who are hosting the tangihanga, yep. is, you know, think about the energy that's exerted on the paipai, kaikaranga, farekai when we turn up in drips and drips. If we try and make that attempt to go in as a ropu, they don't have to wait for drips and drabs to turn up. We never reset kai. Yep cook kai, another fai kōrero, another karanga, mm. and all of that, especially when tangihanga are running across three to five days to a week. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, be considerate of that, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I've been thinking for a few years now how beautiful Tangihanga is, the tikanga of Tangihanga. And for me, it's a tikanga of closure. And you have all these points through the duration of a tangihanga. And for me, the tangihanga starts when you find out that person has passed away. Mm. That's when the tangihanga starts. From then, you contact the whanau, as we've talked about, and then you come together and you hui, and if you haven't already decided, you have that first hui, and we've all been in, you know, roto i tēnei tu ahuatanga, and you decide if you're going to keep them at home for the night, where they're going to go, Aye. you know, what clothes they're going to wear. It's all part of showing your love for mm. that person yes. and grief, letting yourself be a part of that grief Aye. and then bringing them to the marae, sorting the kitchen out. And we talked about it a little bit. First you know, meal. The first meal Aye. and the, the pa will put that on. And then even the tikanga of, we call it te pai mate, the money that the immediate whanau give, as a starter putea for the tangihanga, we call te pai mate. And then any koha that comes in the gate for the tangihanga is called either um, ngā moni aroha or ngā roimata. Aye. And then the keeping of that koha book yes. of all the people that have come through the gate, and not only the money that's given, but anything that's given, whether it's cakes, kai, you know, anything is all written in there. But yeah, because the whanau pani don't know. Yeah. And then, of course, the process of the tangihanga uhunga is another kupu. Tētai kupu anō mo te tangihanga ko te uhunga. My nanny and my auntie were used uhunga quite a lot more than tangihanga. So the whai, the karanga, the whai kōri, and of course the mōte there through those three or four or five or however many days, you know, I remember, you know, when my father passed away, my mother and others, you get to a point, man, you just cry, you just cry, cry, cry so uh-huh. much, you know, that you can't feel like you can't cry anymore. And then so you see someone else and, you know, your memories go back and then you katangi anō koe, uh-huh. you know, as proverbially said. And then you get to the last night, te pōporoporoaki. Te pōporoporoaki. Now, te tikanga ki a tātou tāne mā in our whai kōrero, if you're looking after the two pāpaku tangata whenua, your job is to mihi the manuhiri. Aye. Mihi o manuhiri kua taimai ki te tangi te tū pāpaku. Kaua e nui rawa ngā kōrero ki te tū pāpaku. You know, you don't lay on all these thick as mihi on the Aye. two pāpaku. You do that when the two pāpaku arrives and when the two pāpaku, the poroporoaki is for those last farewells. And then the poroporoaki night. Our practice is the komato go first and then it's sort of open for and why and they can get up tamariki, whoever, and speak, sing, do whatever until the taupuki goes on Aye. in the morning. Now some iwi, I know whanganui there midnight. What's the taupuki, Prani? Uh, the taupuki is the lid of the kāwhena. So I know some whanganui iwi, uh, theirs is midnight. The last night is called te pōporoporoaki. Some say te pōwhakamutunga last night. Another term within Ngāti Manyapoto is te pōtakapau. And uh, the kōrero of that is a takapau is a mat, and that's the night before they're taken to be buried that they will be wrapped in the takapau that they lay on or that they were on, that was on the atamira. And koene te takapau, te pō takapau. 
And as the body, the tūpapaku, is being prepared for burial the next day or interment, it's being wrapped in the takapo and people are giving their last kōrero and singing waiata. So we have the poroporoaki, the last night, and they're all points of closure. Right up until the morning when the taupoki goes on, and again, that's when it really, for me, is a reality for the whana. Yeah. And, and I think that's the that's us. Intimate time, mm. very yeah. When the eh, neha, when the right. taupoki goes on. So you do, do you? Why do you think there are reasons for say like, Whanganui, Whanganui has the midnight and and mm. here and other places have it in the morning. Well, I think originally it was done in the dark. Aye. The midnight. I think the process would start around there and yeah. it could take up until early hours in the morning. Kilda. And the two papaku would. Be taken like one of my kuya kuamate te kuya nei. She remembers as a girl they never went with the two papaku to the urupa. Yeah. Sometimes even the fano pani didn't go. And again, different times. Not everybody had a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know they were all on horses. And a lot of the times it was just the tohunga or the minita. Yeah. The priest and the pallbearers and the grave diggers and Aye, the fano would wait back at the pa until they came back. And maybe one of the fano pani. So yeah, there was different points for all of that, that burial process. Not everybody going, it was about two in the old days that you didn't know where Tupapaku was. Aye. In case someone, you know, you want to pinch it. You know, you might not have been successful in your in your tono or your tohe. So, oh well, I'm going to come and dig him up at night. Yeah. And even, you know, taonga and all those sorts of things, you know, wanting to take the taonga that may have been buried with the Tupapaku. So the closing... And then the, the last service, which is like 11 o'clock, seems to be the mandatory mm. now. Yeah, it seems to be the... And, unless you're in Tauranga. Oh, yeah, you go by hey, the tide, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on not just Tauranga, some of the Tairo Marae and Urupa yeah. Yeah. are on islands. So you, yeah. you you put your service to the tide. Yeah. yeah. Hey. yeah. And your, your hangi better be on time. Yeah. And <laughs> well, I went to a service up. that was dictated by the time that the council closed the Urupa. Oh, so instead of a kaihakari after the burial, we had a parakuhi, we had breakfast. Yep. And um, it's the first time I've done that, but it was awesome. And I'm only talking like a month and a half ago. Yep. Well, we've covered a lot, but there's still lots of things we not can talk about, but we actually need to talk about aye, um, aye. in regards to tangihanga, menga tikanga e pāna ki te tangihanga. No reira, there will be a tangihanga tuatoru, tuawha, hei kaupapa kōrero e te iwi. And um, ko tā tātou waiata i tēnei rā. Uh, he mea tito nga tetehi tokorua rongonui nei uh, mua rāua mahi kapaka kamutu. Ko ngā rōra te tokorua, mm. uh, ko ngā pō rāua ko pīmia wehi. Uh, ngā rāua tēnei waiata i tito. Uh, hei whakaeke mā te wakahuia i ngā whakataitai ārohe Tāmaki makaurau, tahi mano, iwarau, waru te kauma, tahi te tau. Wene whakataitai, e ngā tini mate. E ngā tini mate, kei wai ngā nui. Ya tato haire haire ra hoki atu 
राखी हवाई की ते काचुरु हवाई की नुई हवाई की रोआ Thank you again for joining us on this installment of Taringa Tikanga 101. Ana ko te kaupapa kōrero ko te tangihanga. Uh, Anei mātou e mihiatu nei o tira te wānanga o te eroa. E mihiatu ana kia koutou i whai Taringa mai. Anei ki tātātou kaupapa. Hope you can join us again on your cell phone, on your smartphone, on your whatever phone you call it, or in the car and online. So you get to listen to us as many times as you want. Up online. And again, do interact with our uh, Pukamata, our Facebook page, any part, not only about Tikanga Te Reo, but any of the kaupapa we've talked about or things we've talked about or things we haven't talked about. Norena Komata Tene, Mihiatuana, Tena Kotokoto. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kaupapa relevant, kaupapa out of bounds Kaupapa exigent, kaupapa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kaupapa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi karikari mai Hare are mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kāne kāne move that body Kāne kāne move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>